Hey folks, Animana here, it's Destiny Beat, your weekly Destiny community show based around Bungie news for the week and other discussion topics. If you're listening to this on iTunes, Google Play or Spotify or watching on YouTube, you can catch the podcast live right here on YouTube instead of Twitch now. Uh, also, we record this every Friday at 12pm Australian Eastern Daylight Time. For international viewers, this is 5pm Pacific Time or 1am GMT if you're in any of those regions. Hitting like and subscribe is a great way to support this podcast for free. So in this first segment, we're going to be talking about Nightfalls in Destiny 2, the kind of the chase we have for weapons and other bits and pieces right now. I actually have a website up at the moment that I can reference as well. So it might... Have a quick look at that. I just want to bring up the um, the director first, just so we can have a look at what we're going to be talking about. I'm sure if you listen to on uh, on the on the the audio platforms, you probably understand what we're talking about. We're going to the vanguard from the director. Then we're going to, I mean, either the nightfall, but I'm going to be focusing on the nightfall, the legacy one, because technically the audio is the same thing. It's just it's it's the same thing, just in a different little format. But each week we have. The uh, three Nightfalls that we can choose from, and each of these, except for like three of the Nightfalls that used to be PlayStation exclusive and also the Shadowkeep one, will give you rewards, uh, random, random, um, how do I put it? Random number generator, RNG drops, so you may have a chance of getting it, uh, you may not get it, and then for two of them, you can actually get random rolls on the weapon as well. So I'm going to go over that, I'm actually going to bring up a website right now. Uh, which I have here. So this is a website from fanbyte.com. So we're going to have a quick look over what rewards we can get. So the Inverted Spire, if that was up at the time, you could have a chance of getting this exotic ghost. We've got Lake of Shadows Malicious Birthright, which is a grenade launcher. I'm pretty sure this one may even have random rolls, possibly, off the top of my head. I'm not too sure, but this one is a, a really good... Actually, is, it, is this a Shadow Keep one? I don't know. I don't think it is. Anyway, you got this grenade launcher. It's kinetic slot. It's the only kinetic slot next to the, the mountaintop, I think, if you can get that. Uh, so at least you can you can chase this one. Uh, it does have random rolls. Cool. Well, that one has random rolls. Chat has mentioned. Uh, we've got in here today, we've got Andrew, Smavin, Luca. How you all doing? Hope you're all doing well. I uh, remember if you do want to be part of the chat, check out on YouTube. I do put up the videos about an hour before I do go live if you want to be part of the audience. We've also got Pyramidian dropping the Silicon Neuroma Sniper Rifle. So some of these have random rolls, some of them have fixed rolls. You've got also Exodus Crash is giving you the Impact Velocity Sparrow, which is a blue kind of frosty sparrow. Then the one that, this is the one that's eluded me for so long is Duty Bound from Sabathoon's Song. I've ran it so many times it hasn't dropped for me, but this is uh, a fixed roll. Um, this one is actually pretty cool. It's a blue assault rifle auto rifle with it's got some medals on it and it's also got a bayonet it looks really cool it's actually a really good assault rifle as well you can currently get that in this week's ordeal uh one that i find really easy to get is the arms dealer's tilt fuse sparrow so there's that one you can get one that's eluded me is a garden world's universal wave function ship so there's that that one's pretty cool that one's eluded me we've got the dfa hand cannon from tree of probabilities we got the Braytech Osprey from Strange Terrain. And then the only unique one is, um, I guess next to the ship, is the Will of the Thousands, which drops the Worm God Incarnate Exotic Transmat Effect. So if you want to get that one, that one is how you can get that little worm style one. 
Uh, I think that's currently... No, it's not this week. It is it? Is it? Is it? No, it's not this week. Okay, so I'm not going to miss out on that one. We have Insight Terminus. Uh, this week actually has the Long Goodbye Sniper Rifle. And also we've got Hollow, Hollow Lair. Hollow Mine, I was going to say. Hollow Lair has a Mindbender's Ambition. This shotgun, it also has random rolls. It's got a Curated Drop as well. And Warden of Nothing has Warden's Law, which is another one that has random drops and a Curated Roll. That's a Hand Cannon and Horrors Least from the Corrupted, which is a Pulse Rifle, Dreaming City style um that one or two so we do have some options there that you can currently get but i feel currently there's a few things that we're starting to see which are expanding out the uh what we can actually get from any of these activities an example is now we're starting to have more loot that was previously year one added into the loot pool uh and we're you know we've got this new ordeal mode for nightfall which is giving us new loot we've had the escalation protocols chest change so i think that they're looking at increasing the drops of all of these activities what is that sound i can hear a sound i'm not sure if someone's here like doing something right next to me but anyway i'm just parked in the tower right now um what i was thinking is we've got all these things currently i think the first step should be that any of these pieces of equipment that drop that don't have random rolls that's an easy thing. Just add random rolls to those things. Allow us to have a reason to constantly go in and chase this stuff other than to get it once and then be done with it, right? That would be a big thing for any of these weapons that we have. It would give people a reason to run these Nightfalls and it would actually have people, you know, maybe on looking for group or or in discords and stuff like that, asking people, hey, let's go run Will of the Thousands because I need to get this weapon that drops from it or something like that. Also, I think that we should be getting more gear from these. Maybe if we had those drops were unique, but we also had a unique loot pool that was tied to Nightfalls as well. Like maybe we had, I don't know, recolors of some of the armor sets, or we had unique shaders, we had unique transmats, some, just some things that give you an extra reason to go into these, uh, these activities and do something. I feel like that would be a really big addition to it. But random rolls, I think that's the best way to start it. And then, I don't know, you could probably expand it to something like a point system where if you get a certain score, you get access to certain loot pools. I don't know. I, I just... I wish that Strikes and Nightfalls had more reason to be in there other than to have a chance at getting a random roll um, in Strikes. You could farm something over and over. And then Nightfall, it's like there's this, this one thing you can get once and then you've, you've got it. You can just, you know, go into your collections, find where that weapon is. What's one? Like the, um, I guess the Rocket Launcher, the Braytech Osprey, where is that? It's over here. Um, I could pull that down because it's not a random roll. Scrap the legacy, put all three in the ordeal. That would actually be an interesting thing, right? Um, because that way, people can matchmake it if they're on the lower difficulties. Obviously, they're probably going to get a lower drop rate. Lucatron mentioned this just then. Um, you know, we go over to over to the uh, the Vanguard ordeal. You've got on the first two difficulties, Adept and Hero. You can actually matchmake with those two. Slower the drop rate for anything in there. And then when they go to the higher difficulties, make it, you know, you're probably going to get that stuff to drop. Another thing is maybe we could get exotic weapons or armor, at least one or two for each character class. 
drop in there too to give another reason for people to chase that maybe have a really low drop rate like escalation protocol for that so there's always something to chase until you get them all and that could be also a good idea i guess for any any of these things a lot of a lot of quests for exotics tend to take people into the crucible and not enough take people into nightfalls nightfalls is like a really cool mode i think um the difficulty is great it definitely works on having good teamwork uh, in comparison to normal strikes, which is just, hey, I'm just going to sit on the couch, run through a nightfall, and I'm done with it. Uh, or run through a strike, sorry, and I'm done with it. I feel like there could be a bit more done to it because nightfalls, I think, are in a, are in a really good place difficulty-wise and communication-wise with your team. Um, you could have also 980 guaranteed the weapon. That's possible. Or at least maybe the curated roll or something like that. And then after that, you can... You can grind it to get the random roll and try to get a god roll or something like that too. Uh, so that's, that's my thoughts at the moment with how we are currently having the Nightfalls. Again, yeah, I think it's actually a good idea. That's a good point to maybe merge the two, the Legacy and the... the um. Because look at this. If you look at this on the screen right now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to narrate this as well for people that are listening. So right, we've got the Nightfall Ordeals, which has matchmaking. And then you look at the Legacy and it's really weird. You've got the Legacy button you can press and go into Legacy Nightfalls. But then you've got the Guided Games Beta. Why, what, I mean, that's both technically just the ordeal, but separated, right? Without the difficulties, it's the same thing. It just doesn't have champions in it, right? So that's a little bit weird that that is just there on the side. It, it's just very superfluous at this time. Why does the, why does the ordeal need to have a, um, have one? Why, why is it such a focus to have one? Why is it such a big thing? You get through it once for the week, maybe you've done it on each character, and you're done. You don't have to go back in here unless maybe there's something that's dropping. Um, I mean, people are already farming these for enhancement cores and exotic gear. Why Why is there a... Um, why is it a big thing that people can't actually just have multiple of these and, you know, have three? That's actually a really good point. It doesn't make sense currently having the Legacy Nightfall and the guided game next to it, which... Guided games is just matchmaking, but if you, it's like matchmaking for people that like to read books or something like that. They like to do something on the side and, um, and they, they don't want to get straight into, it's like, it's like baking, it's like baking a cue, right? You're just putting it in the oven. It's going to wait about 20 minutes and then, oh, okay, it's ready. I'm going to jump in now. So yeah, um, Build the ordeal as a type of beta test, that is true. It's almost like the second step of this guided game beta test as well. We got Wiz in chat as well. How you doing, mate? Uh, feeling it out. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, right? Destiny is a game as a service. So technically, a lot of the content in the past was a beta test for content that we've got coming out now. I think it's all, all relevant and stuff. It's really actually weird to use beta as any wording in a game as a service because technically it's a constantly progressing engine and system it's constantly getting updated we're getting changes we're having things removed we're getting things added so beta is actually really weird wording when you think about it as a game as a service it's not a single player game it's not a set game you get and that's it um i mean a beta would more likely be something that's going to come out before the release but it's already out it's already in use it's not tied to like a small group of people. Yeah. So I guess to summarize here, uh, give us some more random rolls. Um, give us some more 
cool items to get from this, like sparrows or maybe just another loot pool or some not as great weapons or something like that. I don't know. Uh, there's probably some ways to do it. Maybe some ornaments could be cool to put in there, like some some legendary ornaments that aren't as fancy. Maybe le maybe legendary ornaments could be a cool thing where it's like it's a gun, but it's got just a little bit of a different skin rather than like a full recreation on it. Um, thing is, ordeal is great, Lucatron is saying, but we aren't forced to play it often at all. Have weeks when you don't even play it. That is true. Uh, and, and if you look as well, if we look over it as well, another thing to look at is if I go to my, um, my triumphs and I go over to my seasonal ones. So last season actually required us, actually I'll go to the badge, I think. Last season actually required us to do a, um, I think it was like a master. No. Okay. This was it. Okay. Okay. I'm getting this wrong. It's in collections. If we go over to the Season of the Undying, there was a ship that was tied to doing a Master Nightfall difficulty. Why isn't there a Master Nightfall difficulty option as well for the new season? Is the other thing. It's kind of weird that the, it's tied to the badge and that was a reason for us to go in and work towards, you know, getting the confidence, getting this the light level, power level to actually do a Master difficulty of the Nightfall. It's kind of put the... Now we had a, a big thing of coming into Shadowkeep with this Nightfall the Ordeal and then it's like, oh yeah, it's just a thing this season. I think there should be more things tied to it as well at, at different difficulties. Bring back Cade. <laughs> they want to add another layer, uh, add a scoreboard with a timer, that is true. Imagine if we had like a community scoreboard, especially with the speedrunner community. A lot of, I mean, it, it has timings in it. Those players crave getting world records, and if there was a way in game to reflect their best times, you could see, you could, I could go, you know, to, I could bring it up again, I could go to Nightfall's The Ordeals, I can click on it and go, okay, this week we have uh, Sabathun's song, and then it's going to bring up over the little bit where it's got the Nightfall The Ordeal screen when you click into it, maybe, or... Yeah, I think when you click into it, it'll have a list of maybe the top 10 times or top 20 times and scores and stuff like that. That'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be a, a good way to encourage people to get into speedrunning as well. Um, that's a pretty big community these days. Yeah, betting better scores could also, as Lucatron's saying, earn you Bright Dust ornaments. I mean, bright that's another Bright Dust source. If we're doing really well at the game, why don't we have, um, you know, Bright Dust as a little option. I mean, not nothing, you know, extreme or anything like that. Maybe, hey, what about, what about you, you defeat your, your master and you get the 100,000 score? Maybe once a week, maybe once on each character, you get like 100 or 200 bright dust. I, I don't think that's like a big stretch. It's basically a weekly at that point. Um, ordeals are okay, except when it's Scarlet Keep, I guess, or any, or any of them. So that's pretty much the state. I think there's a lot we can do to improve the, um, the Nightfall and the Ordeal modes and we can give more of an emphasis on it and more of a reason to go into there. Strike should always be a training wheels, get used to it, and then once you're confident, jump into Nightfall I think is a good idea. Um, Smarven thinks, will they use the first season to get data on the Ordeal and using this season to pass through it? That is fair, I mean, we need to look at seasons like the whole moving train analogy where it's like, we have a big issue in one season. It's like, we need to change that. Well, it's probably not going to get changed until two seasons time because like they said, we need to 
get the data, pass it, and then put in that that little fix. So what I'm going to jump onto next is I'm not, I'm going to run around the tower as well. I think with this, just so I don't time out. Um, we have snowballs in the tower currently. Is there a snowball pile near me? I know I've got one over in the middle here. Um, so the dawning. We have this Christmas event with snowballs. I've got one on me now, just because I wanted it for what I was going to discuss. So the dawning currently, we have Ava Levante, who allows us to bake and collect resources, and then we can then go into our um, our quests. We can go into our oven, and we can bake some of these cookies and gifts and stuff like that. I think I think this is a really good system. I think this is a really great system actually. Um, then we go over, we can then go out and find someone who we can hand something to. I, who have I got that I can hand something to? I think I've probably got one for Banshee maybe? I don't have one for Banshee, but anyway, we're cooking these, these gifts. We're giving them to NPCs. I think that is one definite thing that doesn't need to go away. I think it's actually a cool thing. We get rewards from it. I think last season we actually got better rewards. This season we've got access to the submachine gun and also the machine gun. But last season we also got more rewards for in in example being uh, a, how would I put it? Like a um, materials and resources and stuff like that. Whereas this season it seems to be less of that. I mean, I can get an item from her, handing her a gift. I can then also get some of these packages i don't have any on me right now but you can get packages which you can get those weapons from i actually can find somewhere really quiet let's go to the drifters old spot with this snowball um so i just don't want to hear the npcs there's always an npc around this area that's like just repeating the same line over and over um so what else have i got kind of there's no activity i don't think adding a haunted forest or a infinite forest clone would be a good look because that way it'd be far too repetitious by that point I think there could be something really cool, like maybe if we had a snowball PvP mode, similar to how we've got that fun and wacky Scorch Cannon mode, where we run in and we've got Scorch Cannons. What if we just had snowballs? We didn't actually spawn with one, we had to run up to a pit, or like the, you know, the mound of snowballs. We can go over and get one, and then it adds the risk of running in, throwing a snowball, and then maybe, what if, what if we're dropping cookies and stuff, and to get score we need to pick up cookies that people have dropped. I think that could be a cool little fun seasonal PvP mode. Um, that's a big thing about winter is snowball fights, right? The other thing could be if we ever get sparrow racing, sleigh racing is an easy, simple thing they could add, right? Kind of like dodgeball, as Wiz is saying in the in the um, channel as well. Currently, there's a lot of cookies as well, as Wiz is saying. I think you might need to cook or bake like... 300 cookies to get this to get the sparrow i don't know if i've already done that but it's quite a lot um yeah i think i, I think that there's room for adding some really cool modes in terms of pvp for seasonal events we've currently got what is it um crimson days we've got that duos mode which emphasizes on the partnership kind of thing like the, the dating or the you know the uh two people but i think sparrow racing if we ever get that back that has a lot of flexibility to add anything like sleigh racing or bobsled or slate like you know sleds the boggin whatever you want to call it it'd be cool to have that or even maybe like a mario kart style thing of maybe an item mode 
like if we have that and we can actually throw snowballs at other players or maybe we can leave like ice puddles behind us so they spin out or something like that i think that could be a really good addition if they added uh sparrow raisins to the game which you know i mean i don't think we're gonna get it we might get it but if you look at my character i'm just gonna change this armor piece does this not look like a branded a branded racing suit right this omelon i think it's called like future what is it called future facing future facing which is that is that not a hint that we might actually get uh sparrow racing if it's future facing it's like this is a look into the future and it looks very much like a racing set like a sponsored racing suit I don't want to get any hopes up and say, yeah, we're definitely getting this. But I, I think this is a good little hint that if we were to get it and we look back, I think this is a good thing to say, hey, maybe we had this right in front of us the whole time. NASCAR sponsor. Yeah, the Omelon one was saying. <laughs> um, Wizard said, Dawning Spun, I just dislike the insane amount of baking for a sparrow that we're probably going to vault uh, whenever the holidays are over and then probably, I guess, bring out as well. Yeah, I, I mean, I did that for a little bit. I actually popped out the um, the sleigh sparrow here. I actually put that away until the dawning. I popped it out again. I actually put it away again because I don't like the look of it. Um, but we can get some more cool sparrows. We did get another one this season. Alpine Dash, which, yeah, it's, I mean, it's a bobsled. Like a, what do you call it? A snowmobile, ski-doo. I don't know what they're called, but we got one of these. Um... Um, that's two sparrows that are kind of thematic with winter. What if we got one that was like one of those dishes that you sit in and you go down a hill in snow? I don't know what they're called, but because I don't live anywhere near snow. Um, that'd be pretty cool. It, this one has a cool effect as well, Smoven's saying. Smoven, sorry. Saying with, um, with uh, racing on it. So there are a whole bunch of things you can actually get out of the dawning and i think if we do end up getting sparrow racing it seems to be at the moment the big thing is getting trials back so sparrow racing is definitely like a secondary or maybe even a tertiary for other more important things but i think that what bungie should really consider the fact that um we've got this mode that maybe they don't see the value in but this mode could actually have a lot of value when you apply a seasonal event style thing to it. Uh, the only thing is, I, I wouldn't want them to go, oh, hey, that's a good idea. Let's bring back Sparrow Racing just for the dawning or just for an event. And then we never see it again because that's just going to make people crave it and, you know, bug Bungie a whole bunch to get that mode added in. Why not add Sparrow Racing? Why not add a thematic mode of that Sparrow Racing? Um, even if it's just like a really base default thing, just to gauge, give us like a, maybe like a little, what about, what about this? What about, <laughs> what about Trials of the Sparrow Racing, where we've got basically like a little, um, little tournament cup kind of thing that you can enter. You've got your base single track race, and then you've got your best of three tracks, and whoever comes out on top, um, with the, with the most wins actually gets it. Hop in on Friday night. Yeah, weekend. A weekend one. That'll be actually pretty cool. It should be that there are things bringing players into... Bouncing off what Lucatron said. Is there should be things bringing players into the game. And on a weekend, there's more people playing the game. Don't let the game stagnate over the weekend where we can do everything. Um, 
everything the same through that whole week and then we get to the weekend and it's not the same i think if we do end up getting trials sparrow racing if we had maybe the sparrow racing through the week because if you think about it trials technically we've got the elimination mode through the week and then when trials comes out if that does have something where it's on on the weekend for trials what if we got sparrow racing what if we have the um we've got the single race mode all the way through the week or we've got different you know modes on it but on the weekend maybe even on a rotating weekend we get a like a sparrow racing league cup or something like that we've got three or four tracks and then we go and try to you know get a get a win maybe we come out with some cool armor that is themed or maybe ornaments maybe we even get a cool looking sparrow um yeah but that's it <sighs> that's that's what i'm thinking i wasn't expecting to go into sparrow racing but you know uh we've got a lot of good discussion happening right now have trials sparrow league racing rotating like iron banner that's a good idea as well whether or not it's through the week or maybe like what if we've got what if we've got modes where we've got iron banner that runs for one week and we've got another mode that runs for a week also uh and then we've got an off week where we're we're in that month so there's three events we've got pvp event maybe if there was a strike event where it's like um Fantasy Star Online used to have something called Maximum Attack, where all the players would cumulatively work towards a score of defeating enemies. What if for one week we had a Maximum Attack event, where we had all the players come in and work towards reaching a certain score, and then maybe similar to how we had that Mars community event a few weeks back, or a few months back now at this point, where we work towards killing a certain amount of monsters. What if we had that and then we got a weapon, or maybe a piece of armor, from that i think that'd be a cool idea and then on top of that we've got so we've got these rotating um activities that will happen over a week and we've also got some of these activities that will rotate for weekends i think that would increase a lot of longevity to the game and give people a reason to come back for different weeks as well so warlock tex makana eververse armor set there is that one that is currently in the store actually that's true right that's true I can't bring it up here, but uh, we have the Future Facing Titans set. We also, I'm going to have to change character for this. Uh, I'm going to change character and quickly have a look. Um, but we've got two other sets as well. I actually thought about that just there when you said Tex Meccano. We've actually got a Vice set as well for Hunter. So I'll quickly look at the, um, like some even said, yeah. We'll have a quick look at the Tex Meccano set. So if anyone wants to check that out, they haven't already seen it. Uh, I'm going to have to narrate this as well for people listening. We've got the Wraith Trail armor set, which is a very much like a trench coat and almost like a... This this set reminds me so much of Wolverine for some reason. We've got a Wolverine style mask as well. Um, so there's that set. Maybe if we also started getting some sparrows that were also themed like... This Tex Makana set, I mean, do we have a sparrow that is themed around the bull riding kind of style thing? So yeah, we got that one. Hey Grind, how you doing? Welcome to the Destiny Beat Podcast. We're just going over at the moment talking about the dawning and this has also gotten us into talking about uh, the Eververse and not so much Eververse, um, Sparrow League Racing and also Bruceborn PvP and stuff like that. We do. We do have a, a uh, sparrow like that. Okay, and then just quickly looking over the vice set. So, we have the Virulent Hunter bundle. 
So that's the vice set. Very, um, very, I don't know how to really put it, but it's, it could be seen as a racing set. It's got that really crumpled look to it. And it's got the logo as well for that, that set. So just catching up on chat here. One week off. Lucatron saying, Iron Banner, SRL, maybe Flashpoint, but for strikes and with a pinnacle. That is another, a pinnacle is another thing to add at the top as well. Uh, Sparrows and ships of all three brands. Let's have a look as well. Sparrows. Okay. Yeah. Okay. True. We've got a Omelon one coming, which would probably go with that uh, Titan set. There's that one, the Perennial Velocity. We've also got the Viper 4S for Vice, which would also go with that. So this is like a big hint, isn't it? And then the Tex Makana, is that the spur of the moment? Yeah, there you go. This is the Tex Makana style one, which is a uh, bull riding style style one. Um, quite cool, but as a hunter main, you probably won't be buying it. Uh, the finishes though. I mean, I feel like there's so much opportunity right here for them to do these modes and rotate it uniquely and it kind of goes with what we were discussing about the light the uh, nightfall loot grind as well there's a whole bunch of things that i feel like currently it was very watered down i love the game and i don't want to criticize it in a means that isn't you know indicative of increasing the fun of the game uh but i would love to see sorry i spat them i would love to see uh more nuance and smartness when they approach uh these modes where they could definitely make it so that uh things are a little bit a little bit more focused around the player's time and giving them a reason to come back on certain days certain weeks welcome to volkos as well so we've we've discussed those topics we can continue to talk about any of those things there is anything anyone else would like to discuss also do let us know um I did miss one comment before IQ367 uh, also mentioned tried both the Dawning Sparrows but didn't like the look of them yeah I think I feel like seasonal seasonal uh, sparrows and anything like that tends to be a um, a personal preference right like I'm not a huge Halloween person but there'd be so many people that would love that stuff and be able to you know ride around on a a um, witch's broom sparrow the whole time would be really cool I think at some point as well we need to think that we're talking about sparrow racing and I was talking about if it was winter and we've got a sled race style sparrow race it needs to be serious enough for Destiny Destiny does have this base level of seriousness it, it never goes too wacky it has some kind of ridiculous things but never goes too wacky too crazy it never reaches Borderlands levels so I think it would need to be if we get um, if we get sparrow racing and we've got a sled race throwing snowballs i think that's serious enough but fun and then like leaving puddles to make people you know lose control would also be pretty cool if they did add that little mario kart style to it i am banner review i could do that i could do that maybe end of the season maybe yeah that's something i need to write down and remember um but i think i am banner just to briefly before i i need to i need time to think about that but um Iron Banner, I think at the moment they need to approach the way they do the quest a little bit better. Um, they need to, you know, that's the thing is, what if they did do the, the, the Vore side of it and they just really wanted to try and see how the community would react to something? Um, we got the, uh, 
the rocket problem, the heavy ammo problem. But it also meant that players were forced to think outside of being selfish about heavy ammo and they were encouraged to go and put a bubble or a well and help other players in their team to communicate that there's heavy ammo up. I think that was actually a good step. I feel that a lot of players do tend to play selfishly and just be like, I've got this quest, I need to get my bits done. And um, play. I think players just need to learn to work more as a team rather than as all these freelancers that you know, don't really work together. Because when I gave in to the concept of playing with a team and working together and helping each other get heavy, it made it go by so much faster. It was not a problem after that. Um, but yeah. So, onward. Amalia. Getting hit by snowballs in the vault. I think the whole snowball stuff is really cool with the dawning that they've currently got. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for the future. It'll be interesting to see how they're going to be changing Crimson Days, which will be coming up next. That'll be in February. That's going to be the event for... Uh, not Halloween. What am I talking about? It's going to be for Valentine's Day. You are going to be able to get a bow called the Vow, and I'm sure they'll probably add another weapon as well. So this is the bow you can get. Um, I think it's a bit fun. I feel it's a bit competitive, but the armor rolls need to be higher and more often because the pass is outshining it, true. Uh, worked on... We worked Miracles in a six stack. Yeah, for, for Iron Banner, absolutely. Absolutely. This is going to be a doubles mode for, uh, for the... the Crimson Days is what I'm trying to say. There was also a Sparrow that you could get. Sorry. What season was it in? Is this it? Did I not get it? Hang on, I've gone the wrong way, aren't I? Maybe I didn't get it. I know my partner did. Hmm. Well, I don't have it on me at the moment, but there is a sparrow that you can actually get for uh, for the the Crimson Days. So, Graviton Lance dropped for Volkos the other night. That's actually a pretty good weapon. Uh, not a fan. Prefer triple shots. Harsh Bow isn't too bad. Isn't it two sparrows that come together? That's Okay, that's another thing that we might be seeing. Can I bring up... Hang on a sec. If I bring up, what was it, uh, Season of Dawn. Season of Dawn roadmap. Let me just quickly bring this up. Because there is, there has been a hint that we are actually going to be getting, does it have it here? Okay, perfect. Here we go. Let me pop this back up here. Okay, this is the Season of Dawn this time around. And if we look over on this image, can I actually <coughs> open image in a new tab? Okay. If we zoom in, we zoom in there, you see that? That looks like a two-player Sparrow, doesn't it? I think we would probably, if if it's anything like we had with the Dawning, where we got last season's, last year's Sparrow and Weapon, and we got this year's Weapon and Sparrow, I think maybe this time around we may get last year's uh, Crimson Day Sparrow and we might get this new one which looks like a two-player Sparrow which to be honest playing World of Warcraft two-player mounts were actually an amazing way if you got a new player coming in and instead of going oh follow me you can actually take them to the place you need to show them to get to somewhere 
Um, I think that's really cool. I think it's a good idea. Uh, what else did we miss? So Crimson Days is going to be rolling around from uh, the 11th of February for one week until the 18th. Is a single player Sparrow? When you put them side by side, they make a symbol. Okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. I never thought of it that way. I guess we'll see. Has that been data mined? They come together. Oh my gosh. They there's a big lost opportunity for them to to add multiplayer sparrows, I think. Um, I think it should make hunters jump better. Hunter main. Uh, maining a warlock and switch to hunter jump is rather strange. That comes down to onward. It comes down to your um your familiarity with the class. If you were to play Hunter regularly, that would become a familiar jump. I don't think any of the jumps need to change in the game because as a Titan, I think the, the Warlock jump is really bad as well. And it just comes down to the fact that I don't actually play regularly on that class. Welcome, Red. Uh, what else do we have? What else have we got? Wish they put one, two, international <laughs> one. No, if one, two punch on bows, dude. That would completely negate the... That would be too overpowered. The whole reason why 1-2 Punch is on shotguns is because there is that risk versus reward. Because shotguns spray, it means that you have a chance of actually missing the buff. So... I think that I think that would actually be really overpowered. Can you imagine just going shoot, punch, shoot, punch? I know you can do it up close with shotgun, but... Uh, I, I can imagine... I can imagine that would be very overpowered. I play on, on PC, Brad. We're just doing a podcast with the Destiny Beat podcast where we talk about Destiny stuff. So, I guess, just so people know what's coming out outside of the dawning, this is actually going to be finishing up in another week of the dawning. So we got this week and we got the next week. Titan Jump is fine, yeah. Um, I actually really like Titan Jump, but I honestly would say in regards to jumps is just play the classes more regularly and you'll become used to them so we got iron banner that's just placed we've already got that one uh we've got legend sundial coming next week with the new exotic sidearm quest for devil's ruin that will be coming and then about 21 days later we're gonna get the bastion which is a kinetic fusion rifle we'll be getting that exotic quest too need the season pass to access this stuff but legend sundial will be interesting is there going to be a hard mode? I mean, it's going to be a hard mode, but what are we going to get out of it? Are we going to get new weapons? Any armor pieces? Um, what else? Imperium Foundation, we don't know what the heck this is, but people have data mined. You don't want it spoiled. Um, we, we actually don't have any information what this is actually going to be, but it has been data mined that you should have at least 5,000 Imperium uh, of the Fractaline, sorry, not Imperium Fractaline, of the Polarized Fractaline, I have 4,600 at the moment. Make sure you you gather 5,000 before the 4th of February for when Imperium Foundation drops, as that is going to allow you to um, get through this, this new thing rather quickly. So then we have the new Sundial boss. I don't know if this is going to be a... A rotation boss or it's going to be tied to legend but it's a little bit confusing because a month before this we actually had the legend sundial come out but we also have Inatam oblivion's tribune and this actually has a separate triumph for this one one enemy 
So I don't know how this is going to be implemented. Is it going to be tied to, I mean, it comes out the same day as, is it going to be tied to the Imperium Foundation? Is Imperium Foundation going to be a new mode similar to the Sundial is another question. And then we got Crimson Days to wrap up the season. Uh, next season, does it say when the season is going to end? I need to just quickly pop off this, this thing. I know that we have days, so... Season ends in 67 days. So 67 days. What is 67 days from now? I need to ask. 67 days from now is 10th of March. So 10th of March, probably the 9th of March is going to be the next season. Season of the, I don't know. Season of the Redacted we've got here. What is it going to be? We don't know. But that is coming up. Uh, what else did I miss in chat while I was going over that stuff? So, we got some people stopping by. It's good to see actually the turnout because when I was on Twitch, it was a little bit quieter and I'm really digging uh, the actual turnout we've got because there's been some really good conversation coming of this. I'm actually really digging it. Uh, build a PC three weeks ago? Dude, I hope it's, I hope it's actually been rad for Destiny if you're playing that. Because Destiny on PC is incredible. So in the lore, the Imperium Foundation linked is linked to the Sunbreaker Titans. If you look at the lore tab on the Hollowfire Heart, for anyone that doesn't know how to do this, do I have it on me? I'm on my wrong character. So if I go over to Exotics, I've actually got this unlocked on my Titan. If we go to Hollowfire Heart, I can right click here and I, there's a button you can actually do to pop up some lore that you can read. Um, so there's this whole bit here. I don't know if you want to pause this podcast if you're watching it and read it, or if maybe you want to look up the Hellfire Heart, uh, maybe look in your collections and have a look. But we've got some text here, so it's tied to Oros, third and final Imperial Magistrate of the Sunbreaker. So that's probably what it's going to be tied to. Some people think it might be tied to Trials, but we don't have the full information yet. It could be a thematically similar thing to Trials or the original Trials of Osiris because it's on Mercury, but we don't know. It could be anything. It could even be a ramp up to Trials coming in another season. So left bumper on Xbox, L1 on PS4, and uh, whatever key is bound to, for me it was A on uh, PC to look at a lore tab if the if the uh, the preview of a weapon, armor, sparrow, whatever has it. I also want to point out as well before we actually get out of the dawning if you go to your collections or even if you go to the um even if you go to the store and look at the amnesty amnestia this ship there's actually a lore tab on this ship it's an exotic ship looks like this you can actually see it in the eververse as well this lore tab is tied to aldrin sov if you want to see what's happening with aldrin sov right now go and read that up because it's got some good lore on that one definitely don't miss out on that but yeah, so Imperium Foundation is going to be interesting. Time travel, we will go back and meet Uros. There was also recently a new character that got data, not data mined, but uh, if we go to, where can I find, is it in settings? If I go to gameplay, if I go to, anyway, there's a way that you can play the, um, where was it? There's a way that you can actually play the credits for Destiny 2. Yeah, okay, so down here in the bottom corner, you can play the credits. Now, there was... Is this going to play music? No. So the interesting thing is, 
there was a voice acted character that has actually been found on this that we don't have in game just yet. So let's see who that was. Um, sorry, I'm just typing here. So there's a new character updated in the credits. And this character is called, where is it? Scabretti, voiced by H. John Benjamin. H. John Benjamin was the voice actor for Arch, Sterling Archer in Archer and Bob Belcher from Bob's Burgers. Uh, so, <clears throat> something that got added to the credits recently, that could be for next season. Welcome, Miss. Welcome to the podcast. How you doing today? So, interesting. Is this going to be something that's tied to the Imperium Foundation? Is this going to be something that's going to be coming up in next season is the other question. Um... So, Scabretti, new character coming. We don't know exactly who they are, but it could be tied to anything. Could be tied to a new, new um, what do you call it? A new season, could be tied to a, the Imperium Foundation or another activity or something. Could even be a story character, or maybe a new threat, maybe a new villain, maybe a new new guardian or something like that. But yeah, that is that is it for what we've had recently. So I'm going to wrap this up here. We've had some really good conversation. I'm going to keep chatting away though. So we're going to keep the stream going. We'll wrap up the broadcast or at least this little bit of uh, the Destiny beat. You actually hear or watch live later. We'll be discussing afterwards. If you ever want to come and watch us or listen to us, we do continue to chat and sometimes we continue to play. Today, as it's going to be a warm day for me, I'm actually just going to be chatting a little bit. So we regularly run fire teams as well when I stream on YouTube and Twitch, and we also help new folks get started. If you've got any questions, always feel free to jump into my chat if it's on Twitch or on YouTube and ask questions. No question is a stupid question by any means. I'm not a pro gamer, and the only way to become a pro gamer is to understand how the game works, right? If you catch us live, you can find us at youtube.com slash animanaau. So click the subscribe button, the bell for a free way to get notifications and support the channel. For everyone else, I'll see you on the next podcast. Please like, share, and subscribe.